Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come and Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 58 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much once again for joining us as we continue our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials. We are looking in the week of of Genesis, I'm still used to saying Doctrine and Covenants, must have been a year of habit that, Uh, Genesis uh, chapters 24 to 27. Uh, in the week of February the 21st to February the 27th. Uh, And today uh, we are moving on through uh, chapter 23. If you remember, we're speaking about Abraham and his um, covenant or promise that his servant made with him. Uh, And then the servant has gone to find uh, this wife for Isaac. And he has just seen Rebecca. Now, um, this servant uh, was very eager to see if this, his prayer, remember he just prayed uh, for a an opportunity like this and it presented itself straight away. So in verse 17, just like his master, it says, and the servant ran to meet her and said, let me, I pray thee, drink a little water of thy pitcher. So he runs, he is desperate uh, to fulfill the word of the Lord and his promise uh, to Abraham, his master, that he may be able to find this wife. Um, now, Rebecca's response is, of course, uh, as he had prayed for. She answers for him to drink. And in verse 19, it says, And when she had done giving him drink, she said, I will draw water for thy camels also until they have done drink, drunk, done drinking. Now, um, something which you kind of pass over, really, is the fact that she offers to give the camels drink. Um, that's obviously what uh, the servant had prayed for, that he would know that this was the right person in, the, in that she would offer him drink and his camels as well. Notice here that she says, uh, until they have done drinking, do you know how much water a single camel, particularly probably a thirsty camel in this case, uh, can drink in one go? Um, In a very cursory bit of research that I've done, um, it can be around about 20 gallons or or perhaps around 100 litres. That's a lot of water. (laughs) That is a lot of water for Rebecca to be giving, particularly when you think that's just one camel. that is 10 camels that she's drinking until they have done drinking. We could be talking a 1,000 litres here of water. So this actually, whilst it seems like a very small thing to say, just a passing glance, oh, and she fed and she watered the camels too. That's very nice. Actually, this was a very big bit of work that she was putting in and offering to this servant. She was very clearly a very charitable and giving person, uh, which, of course, uh, I'm sure would be a very wonderful uh, attribute to have. Uh, and that the servant will be looking for in a in a potential wife for out for Isaac as well. Um, she clearly had some strength as well, and so she was able to manage that. Um, in verse twenty, and she hasted and entered her pitcher into the trough and ran again into the well to draw water and drew for all his camels. I mean, it probably wasn't a thousand liters. I mean, it might have been, but we're talking about a lot of water here for these camels so that they could drink plenty. Um, and in verse 21, I love the response of the man. It says, and the man wondered, and the man wondering at her held his peace to wit whether the Lord had made his journey prosperous or not. So he's kind of thinking, oh, I really hope that this is the one, like this is amazing. Um, and he was wondering if there's an answer to his prayer or not. Notice as well that the servant, and I did want to touch on this, he kind of almost set the terms of this uh, sign and I think that we need to understand what actually happens here. He isn't demanding that the Lord do what he tells him to do. But it's kind of like we see in Doctrine and Covenants uh, in chapter 9, I believe. 
uh, where it says, But behold, I say unto you that you must study it out in your mind. Then you must ask me if it be right. And if it is right, I will cause that your bosom shall burn within you. Um, there here, the, the servant is, has been given a, well, it's, it's a revelatory experience. It's something which tells him that the Lord is speaking or acting through others to him and that he's being led and guided by the Lord. Um, so then the big moment comes. He takes the the, uh, the jewellery, a, a golden earring of half a shekel weight, weight two bracelets in, uh, in ten shekels weight of gold. Um, and she asks, he asks her, who is she a daughter of? And she offers him a place to stay, which of course is something that the servant was was asking for. And straight away, in verse 26, and the man bowed down his head and worshipped the Lord. So he recognises and thanks and praises the Lord um, for answering his prayers very quickly as well, I, I might add. Uh, he didn't have to look around very much. Um, it was almost pretty much as he entered this place. Interestingly here, uh, we have the damsel that runs to her to the house and tells her mother uh, the things that have happened. Um, it does, and then uh, of course we have Laban, who is Rebecca's brother, come out and uh, lead kind of the negotiations and discussions about marriage. It kind of makes you imagine that her father is not around anymore, as far as maybe passed away. Um, if these are the individuals that are kind of part of this process, um, but there was, um, we have here an opportunity for the servant to sit down with Laban and discuss uh, what will be taking place now. He lays out a great meal uh, before the servant and invites him in. Uh, but then in verse 33, it says, And there was set meat before him to eat, but he said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. And he said, Speak on. And he said, I am Abraham's servant. Um, this is incredible. Uh, there's a great quote by F. Burton Howard, uh, who shares kind of a summary of all these things that the servant of Abraham has done and does to show his dedication um, it's a quite a lengthy one, uh, so I'm going to just skip to the bit which d deals with what we're looking at now. It says, quote, uh, He travelled many days. He must have encountered trials and hardships. When he finally arrived at the destination, he found many young women there. He devised a test to see which of them was foreordained to be Isaac's wife. By exercising his faith, he met Rebecca and arrived at the home of her family. They invited him to dinner. After days in the desert, despite his hunger and thirst, this faithful servant said, I will not eat until I have told mine errand. So it was. He explained the purpose of his journey and his oath to Abraham. Many would have tarried. Oh, in fact, this bit as well. One simple statement conveyed his faithfulness. The kinsfolk wanted a 10-day celebration. The servant replied, hinder me not, seeing the Lord have prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master. Many would have tarried. Others would have justified unwinding a little by saying that the journey had been long or they were tired or hungry or thirsty. Some, not wanting to be appear, appearing too zealous, would have stayed. A few, not understanding the significance of the errand, might have tried to talk Abraham out of the assignment, claiming it was foolishness to travel so far in search of a wife. Some would not have had the faith necessary to discover which of all the young women of the city was the chosen one, yet this servant did. He knew how to magnify his calling and accomplish that which he had promised his master. He understood a very important truth, Promises are not just pretty words. Promises have eternal consequences. Close quote. It is uh, fantastic to kind of read that. And I think that it really just outlines just how much that this servant will have gone through and done to fulfill this promise. And he was dedicated to do so. Even, you know, like he mentioned, um, 
not sitting down and having this huge meal uh, which was in place in before him but wanting to go back and tell them the news uh, and to and to continue um, on his way on his um, journey that he has promised that he would fulfill um so uh, basically yeah that's it um, he finds rebecca uh, and they ask uh, in verse 58 after some discussion the servant kind of recounts his experience they have some time together and then in verse 58 it says and they called Rebecca and said unto her wilt thou go with this man and she said I will go um, again the faith and the trust in the Lord for Rebecca to go with this individual who she's never met to go and basically have this arranged marriage with someone that she has never met but she's heard the experience of how the Lord has guided the servant and she straight away says, I will go. Elaine S. Dalton said, quote, The servant told Rebecca's family the purpose of his journey. The servant desired to leave the very next day with Rebecca, but her family entreated her to stay with them for at least 10 more days. Then they asked Rebecca what she wanted to do, and her response was, I will go. Does that response sound familiar to the response of thousands who resolutely respond, I will go, I will do? Now the moral and the ending of this love story Rebecca was prepared and worthy to make and keep sacred covenants and to become a covenant wife of Isaac. She did not have to wait and prepare herself. Prior to her departure from her family, she was given a blessing and the words are stirring to me for she was promised that she would become the mother of thousands of millions. Close quote. This is a great response from Rebecca. Uh, and you can just imagine, they go on this journey, they ride to the place where Isaac is um, and Isaac comes out to meditate in the field. And, he, and in verse 63, and he lifted up his eyes and saw, and behold, the camels were coming. And Rebecca lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she lighted off the camel. Um, and the servant had said, it is my master. Therefore, she took a veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. And Isaac brought her into his mother Sarah's tent and took Rebecca, and she became his wife. And he loved her. And Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. I mean, our time is up, but there's just so much uh, emotion. And obviously, these are just paid words on a page, um, but just kind of the, the love and the, the trust in the Lord that he was part of this uh, covenant and this relationship as well was very clear from the beginning. Uh, we'll go further into this into the next chapter tomorrow. Thank you very much for listening. And until we meet again.